Good morning, Jack. Hey, hey, what's going on, Ryan? I'm good, my man. I want to thank everybody for coming back for another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez, and my man over here, Jack Stone. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. We have a very informative episode for yes, today. Absolutely. We're going to talk about a, a topic that a lot that is going around a lot: uh, social anxiety. Yeah, that is going on around a lot, yeah. and it's a it's a very important topic for a lot of different reasons. Um, and yeah, so 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 today we're going to be going over something that uh, that we've talked kind of about in the past. We've talked about anxieties in the past for sure. Yes. on this show. Um, but specifically, and, and I know there was a lot of interest there in, in, in the past when we did that, and specifically, I would say um, social anxiety, I think, in my opinion, can be an even bigger um, topic to kind of hone in on. So, you know, why do we talk about this, right? Jack, what do you think about social anxieties? What are your thoughts? Well, it's no, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... I don't it, think anyone has ever characterized it as that. It's yeah. actually correct. If you think about it, like, uh, in, there's all different ways that we're looking at anxiety. And we live in New York, and it, there's so much anxiety, especially for you know people that come from, like, smaller towns. I know a lot of people that live in New York are from, you know, smaller places. Yeah. You know, typically a lot of transplants. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, you and I are from a small town, you know, from Rochester. It's, like, super small, but yeah. compared to New York City. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know, you, you go from there to... A big crazy place like this, where you you're stuck in trains and they're loaded with people, and yeah. it's like you got someone's arm up above your head, or you mm-hmm. got like the you got someone's like right. In, it's just it's tight quarters. You go a train stops, you got to get to work, and it's like this train stops, and it's like it's packed, and like there's no room, and nobody wants you on that train, and you're just like, and you got to get on that train to get to work, or you're gonna be late and get in trouble, and then you just feel it. You feel that social anxiety, like you, it's just, it's it's nuts. I mean, yeah. If so, that's definitely that's I've experienced that the social mm-hmm. anxiety of being around a group of people that are just waking up and angry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and all trying to get to a productive place all at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, and and I I would say like I, I think where social anxiety really becomes debilitating though for a lot of people is like the more. I guess intimate scenarios, yeah. or in, not even intimate, but they're like, well, I guess intimate in a way, in the sense that like, like you're around a group of people on a train, you know, that's one anxiety, right? Like just trying to get from one place to the other. But when you're around a group of people, and for example, you get singled out, yeah, or you have to make a speech, or let's just say all of a sudden, like, I don't know, like, like you you cough really loud and everybody looks at you, right? Mm-hmm. Like those types of anxieties are things that like people get. And they're, they often, I think, start very small, and then they just become huge. And then they, this becomes like the snowball effect where you just get triggered for just about everything. Yeah. Right? And so that becomes debilitating because if you're getting triggered for every time, you know, your center of retention or... or or um, you know you're you're you get you know pointed out for for something where you're interacting with somebody and you think you say something stupid. I mean, if that if you're getting affected by that every single time, it's just going to affect the way you function every mm-hmm. day on on a day to day basis. So it's important to talk about this and and to make sure that we we go over solutions for it because um, you know if you just have more 
people with less social anxiety, you'll have a more productive society at the end of the day, right? So we don't want to make sure that we definitely, you know, take a look at that. It's a preventative issue if we work on it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, you know, it is something that, that each individual can work on. Uh, for the most part, and there's common treatments for it, and and we're you know we're familiar with a lot of them. So a lot of the cognitive behavioral therapy, this that was it, CBT. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> um, that's where you just like go to a therapist and you know you you talk about stuff, and that's super helpful, yeah. right? Getting it all out in the open. Um, yeah, and then solving you, the problem exactly yeah and, and then you take like drugs right mm-hmm. or you can do like holistic stuff which is awesome like meditation and like yoga and like going for a run and, right. and that helps with anxieties right but the social part of the anxiety is, is still very specific it's like you know dealing with people you know one-on-one or like in a big group or whatever and that's often um you know why certain antidepressants may be subscribed or prescribed by a doctor mm-hmm. ssris or a lot of um or the is a classification of, of a drug that people often hear about, uh, like Prozac, Lexa, Zoloft, um, th- those types of uh, of drugs. And then you have beta blockers, right? And, and beta blockers are beta typically, blockers. yeah, and, th- and those are more designed to like I think be secondary, where they block the adrenaline rush that that creates the symptoms of anxiety, like sweating and like shaking and like, you know, like redness and like hot and all that stuff. It, it stops the adrenaline from spiking. So like, then you don't have that. Right? right. So there's different things like the SSRIs, they get more to the root of it by, um, we'll talk about this in a second, by actually binding to the receptor site in your body that reduces anxiety. Yeah. Whereas a beta blocker tends to just like shut off the adrenaline. Right. So you'll still get like the underlying root of being anxious about something, but then all the symptoms just won't happen mm-hmm. with a with a um, with a beta blocker. However, these are all like, you know, synthetic ways to deal with this problem. And that's not always what we're trying to do with ourselves. Right. I mean, sometimes there is a time and place for drugs. Absolutely. Right. When you get to that point where you absolutely need that. Um, but if we can talk about effective ways before we get to that point, that may work, uh, i.e. cannabis. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's what we want to try and do. And so, you know, the social anxiety is just that chronic mental health condition in which social interactions, they just cause like that irrational anxiety. And about 10 million people in the country are, are affected by it. It's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, the big thing about social anxiety I, I want to go over, too, is just the fear. Mm-hmm. Like, Like fear is just one of those things that drives a lot of people towards certain actions, right? And and it could be good or bad, right? Sometimes yeah, yeah. you have fear and like you have like a hero that like emerges from whatever the situation is, right? Yeah. And and then you'll have fear and then like it creates, you know, a lot of other issues, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what we look at really with social anxieties are, you know, the fears of, of judgment, right? Yep. When you're working with people, the fear of being in situations where you may be noticed or judged or scrutinized. Um, and so these have different causes, Right. right. So so like these fears that you have that create social anxieties, um, which become a disorder called social anxiety disorder down the line can be from different types of things. So like a trigger event is one thing. So like, let's just say like, like, you know, we all have trigger events in our lives. So mm-hmm. let's just say like, I don't know, like you're in like grade school and like you're like up in the front of the class and like you're reading something. And like, let's just say like, like you mispronounce a word and like 
like some of the mean kids in the class start laughing at you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you get older and then you get really scared to like read in front of people because what if you mispronounce a word and somebody mm-hmm. laughs at you? You may not even like remember that event or that event is so fearful for you that actually most likely most people I'd say do remember events like that yeah. because fear just like imprints like in your mind. It's crazy. And then that fear just drives you away from certain things. So that person who may naturally, like, for example, maybe a very good speaker, may never actually become what they really could become because they have the anxiety of not wanting to get in, get up in front of people. That's crazy. Yeah. So the people that, that that can do these great things or have these capabilities just don't do them because they're, they're they pack, afraid. Yeah. They pack up their potential and they don't use oh, it. Right. And, and so that is what the issue with social anxiety is, yeah. is, that, is that we all have potential that that often is is going to be showcased in front of a group of people right, right. um but we kind of you know we, we kind of clam up is what happens you know when 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 you get fearful and you get scared yeah um so you know the the, the fear factor is is big um the triggers you know like that may have happened in the past and then that you know continue to happen that trigger you know just kind of snowballs so at one point you had one trigger like for that one example that i'm referring to right but then you know as you get old like as 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 you know as you get older but as also time goes on um it's not just you know maybe reading in front of people now it's all of a sudden just speaking in front of people right. and, like cuz you know that you you associate you know speaking in front of people with that with that feeling again so it's just it's an ongoing thing that just snowballs so we want to we want to stop that cycle is what we're trying to do when we when we um when we work on social anxiety disorders right. so <clears throat> how cannabis kind of works now Oh, and the other thing, too, is sometimes it's just your brain structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your amygdala, too, um, is where your the part of the brain where your fear control right. is. And so if that's, like, overactivated for whatever reason, if you have some kind of hormonal imbalance or whatnot, um, that can also be a reason why you have excessive fear, which can create excessive um, social anxieties and phobias. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that, you know, we want to look at as well because um, that could be an obvious cause. But the way this actually works... Um, and the way cannabis can actually help, because it can, is is really, um, last time we talked about the THC and how THC is helpful with headaches. Right. Right. So, you know, and, and that's typically not something we see often. Um, usually it's CBD to the rescue and we're talking about medical applications. However, we're back to the CBD again because CBD just has great anti-anxiety yes. um, properties. Right. CBD. Yeah, CBD. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... And the way that works is when you're working to like address like um, like like anxiety, a social anxiety. When you take antidepressants, what those are doing is actually acting on a receptor site from yeah. your the the GABA neurotransmitter. So this is where GABA. we get a l- little little technical here. I don't want to get too technical, GABA. and I'm also not like you know, but like I I understand a little bit of this. Now GABA is cool. Have you ever had GABA? No, and it I sounds great. G- uh, wait, G-A-B-A. GABA. Oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. no. Wait, gava agava? It's like <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh man! <laughs> but, but 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 the gava G A B A. So gava neurotransmitter GABA. is um, it's like a like a powder you can take or like a pill. Yeah, and it's basically it's like really relaxing. Like I used to take it like before bed, and then like 
I don't know. It's just it's a really Top strange off. feeling that you get in your body where like your body kind of gets like that lactic acid feeling for a second, and then you just get a release. Oh wow! After like a workout, you have that like body release or like oh, a really good yoga session. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you just like, like and then you just like pass down. out or so. It's really relaxing. It's it's strange. It's a different type of feeling. Muy bueno. Yeah, really good. But like your body has this right. Muy bueno. Um, your body has this GABA neurotransmitter. GABA. <laughs> You like that word. I like it. Um, yeah. And so it has this it has this neurotransmitter, but then the receptor sites that it plugs into, when it plugs into those receptor sites, right? Yeah. That's when your your anxiety is reduced when it plugs in. Now, what happens, though, however, is that sometimes you don't have enough of that GABA neurotransmitter. Your body's deficient of it. Mm-hmm. So what your body typically can do is produce its own endocannabinoids. Well, before that, let's talk about this. Um, what happens often is that your doctor will prescribe the antidepressant, which runs into the system and plugs into that neurotransmitter receptor site. Right. And that's how you can supplement lowering your your uh, anxiety with prescribed drugs, right? Uh-huh. Now, what your body does is it creates its own endocannabinoids that are supposed to go assist with that process. Right. However, sometimes we don't have enough of that. And so that's when we supplement with CBD. Right? Yeah. And that's why we talk about that. Because what CBD can do is when you don't have enough of the GABA neurotransmitter plugging into the GABA. receptor site, which is lowering and reducing your anxiety, you can supplement that with CBD, which will do the same thing. Ah. Yeah. So that's why CBD works so well with anxieties and especially social anxieties. Um, because that is the process, that's the mechanism in which, you know, that, that whole anti-anxiety thing, you know, actually works when the CBD actually binds to that receptor site. Um, the other thing too about CBD, I'd say over THC and, and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll attach some notes because there's like that mechanism right there. I'm definitely going to attach the research to that just (laughs) because, because if anyone wants to dig in a little bit more on that, it's going to be better than, than just listening to my bird's eye uh, surface on that bird's eye view on that. Um, but uh, Michael Bax also talks a little bit about in, in the cannabis pharmacy, which we also reference often, um, is uh, is the biphasic properties of THC, which which when you have lower amounts of THC, that can be really helpful for social anxiety situations. But we all know that the paranoia-inducing cannabinoid in, in cannabis is is THC, right. right? If you have too much of it and, and not enough of the CBD to, to kind of counteract that. So mm. um, we want to make sure a small amount of THC is good. Um Large amounts of, you know, CBD are typically fine for social anxieties. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that from my personal experience, I, I think CBD works wonders for anxiety. Yeah. Like even even now, like even though I, you know, I've been pretty comfortable with this for a while. Um, if I do like, if I'm, if I'm going to a social situation and if I do too much THC, like I just like like I just start feeling off yeah. and like buzzy and like wired and I don't want to like interact, yeah. you know? So it's like that's the total opposite of what you're trying to do. Yeah, that yeah. brings up that brings up a really good point. I think a lot of people are a little like iffy about taking cannabis for social anxiety because yeah, right. some people they're like they feel like it makes it worse, like it makes it intensifies yeah. the effects they get from social anxiety. Yes. So, like and, and there, I think a lot of reasons why is just people are hitting joints, people are yeah. smoking bowls. They don't know what what the you know what 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 flower they're taking. They don't know the the strand. Yeah. They don't they don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. So like I think people and, and the the amount they're taking, who knows how much THC is in that? Yeah. Like 
that's you know too much THC is not a good thing for you know the social anxiety aspect. You got too much get that THC CBD. is not good for the social anxiety. Yeah, right. So THC. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's what it is though. A lot of people like I'll, I like I'll recommend maybe a little yeah. you know CBD like some cannabis CBD and they go oh no I'm not touching any marijuana when right. I'm when I'm out that's gonna make me even worse. Yeah. I, but, I know people that have stopped. Mm-hmm. They used to smoke for years, and they stopped because of anxiety. Exactly. And and and, right and, and and don't get me wrong. The anxiety can absolutely be induced by by cannabis if you, like you just said, have yeah. the wrong strain. And so, um, in the past, like we've talked about on the show several times, um, the way that the uh, the plant used to be cultivated was a lot different than the way it is today. Yeah. So, like you know, or the way it, well, it's going. I guess back to that. But um, for a while, when it was very, very illegal across the United States and the world, you know, we only had very high THC strains. Yeah. And so, like, people wanted to get a bang for their buck. If they're going to use something and go get something illegal and risk all that and pay a lot of money for it, they want to make sure they're going to get high. Yeah. Right? But, you know, that took all the medical properties out of it. And that created people, like, people went quote-unquote crazy, but mm-hmm. all they were doing was just getting, like, too paranoid, right? And right. Just, you know, and then they just woke up the next day normal. Um, but... You know, that that's that's a big reason, absolutely, Jack, why people have hesitations to use cannabis for anxiety. And that's why if you do, and I think uh, also in Cannabis Pharmacy I was reading as well, um, he recommends a, a 10 to 1 ratio there um, yeah. of, uh, of, of um, high CBD. So, so that's something also that, um, that we want to look at is higher CBD ratios. Yeah. Um, just so you don't even have to deal with any of the, the THC induced paranoia. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's really, uh, it's, 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 I think it's important because like, again, anxiety is like that top part, like controlling your anxiety is that top part of that like health pyramid that I always talk about with like making sure that everything else stays in line, right? You have your health pyramid. Yeah, you have your your anxiety, you have your sleep, you have your your nutrition pyramid. Th- just that's kidding. Right. Yeah, you know yeah. They found out that's like bogus. <laughs> that's why you don't see it. Anymore. Right? Yeah, of course Completely not. Bogus. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nutrition. I pyramid. mean, yeah. I think it like I think it, one time I was in like grade school and I saw in the like pizza in the pyramid. <laughs> my, so my mom, my mom told me uh, it's good like for you. It's got all the things yeah, in the pyramid. It's like a whole grain or something like that. Are you um, sure, which, mom? <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff in there. Obviously, it's all right. <laughs> I guess, right? Um, yeah, but like anxiety, man. It's just like that. Like if you can control that, that that highest level, everything in your life falls yeah. into place. So social anxiety is big because like you got to function in the world. You do, and 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 if that highest piece, that anxiety piece, is just not there, like like that. That's you know, it, it affects um, a lot of things. Like your your stress levels will be a lot higher. So your cortisol. It's going to be higher, but, you know, cannabis will help with that and lowering the cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. Um, insomnia, like you're not going to be able to sleep if like, let's say you have a big speech you have to make the next morning right. or not even a speech. Let's just say you're going to be in a situation like, you know, like you have a meeting or something and you're mm-hmm. just going to be in a room of people and then you just don't want to be like singled out or something like that. Right. Right. So like that could be, you know, creating um, a situation where you're not able to sleep. Right. And so cannabis may be able to help with that. Um, cause then if you wake up and you're tired the next day, you're not going to be able to perform even no. if you are nervous. So, um, and then, uh, and then just anxieties, you know, just the general anxiety factor that adds from the social anxiety yeah. factor. Like yeah, general, like sure. you said, being in the train, yeah. right. With a lot of people, like, like that's like, you know, that's feeding from, you know, the smaller things, uh, you know, smaller parts of anxieties that we go through. Um, so, you know, I think as far as like the dosage goes, we kind of went over that. Like, I would say like higher CBD, yeah, you know, definitely higher CBD ratio and like small, um, 
like like a small THC amount. Exactly. The um, and then strains. Did you have any strains? Yeah. You said you had some strains so, you wanted to go over too, because there's definitely strain. a few that I would recommend as well. Yeah. What, what are you thinking? All right, guys. So uh, there are some strains, and just like Ryan is saying, it's got to be higher CBD. So the ones that are Harlequin, it's got a high CBD uh, uh, content amount, um, and it's a good candidate for um, for for anxiety. And it helps you be super productive. You could still have the energy and the boost you get from that one. Yeah, that one's like got a little sativa property. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's also Blue Dream. So Blue Dream is the big hybrid and offers a, the uh, energizing efficiency of a sativa with extreme body relaxation and assists with social anxiety relief. So yeah. Blue Dream is oh, great. Yeah, it's like a good That's too. a good party one. Yeah. Like Blue Dream's awesome to take to a party. Mm-hmm. Like cuz everybody loves Blue You'll Dream. You'll be a social butterfly. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, dude, when I was uh, back in the day, me like in my 20s, oh man, Blue Dream, that was my favorite. <laughs> my favorite social <laughs> it's, butterfly. It's a nice one, yeah. Before do before the bars. Oh, Blue yeah. Dream, it was my oh, I love it's it. It's an awesome one. Yep. Um Another big one is uh, uh, Canatonic. Mm-hmm. This is a CBD-rich strain, uh, and it often features CBD to THC ratio of one to one, providing benefits beyond those of only THC. And a g- good example of the entourage effect. Yeah. So it's like these are ones. This one's got a, a big C- CBD, uh, a lot of CBD in this one. Um, definitely recommend Canatonic here. Canatonic. Canatonic's um, good, man. That one, that yeah. one actually is uh, is a good medical one for a lot of the body stuff too. But like, fantastic for anxiety. Yeah. So I, I use that a lot actually <laughs> during. Uh, do you? Well, no, I did. I did um, uh, when we were having our second child. Oh, wow. I was loading up on some Canatonic. Canatonic. That's awesome, man. Because <laughs> I needed to be fully aware, but I was like so nervous at the same time. Yeah. You know, so like it was it was really helpful. But um, yeah, man, it was it was it, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the other one was uh, uh, Jack Her. Oh yeah, this one. Now this one's my different. guy. Yeah, it's my favorite. Now I love this one. But the you know it, this one makes you happy. Jack Her is always like it's a happy, uplifting. Yeah, you know, uh, strain. The now here's the thing though. This one's known to be more THC. Yeah. But the trick with, with Jack Kerr is you don't smoke as much. Just take a little, little bit <laughs> than you would a normal high CB, uh, high CBD strain. You yeah. want to stick with a little bit of Jack here, um, you know, because it's got that sativa effect. It's uplifting and everything. Um, it's got that terpinaline yeah. too, right? Oh, that terpinaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. you just want to be real careful with this one. But, man, Jack Kerr is great. Yeah. Wow. No, that that that's uh I love Jack, man. Yeah. That that one's like like my go-to for like like productivity but yes. also like social productivity. It's just I don't know. Like and you know what everyone's different what they what they're going to prefer. Right. Um so everything that we're providing here is just like kind of a launch pad, yeah. right? Like just try this, try that, but your body, your endocannabinoid system, which everyone has, is going to be different than mine and Jack's and everybody else. Yeah. So experimentation is is key but if you know you want to do it the safe way you don't want to do it the way that we used to always do it which is just like jumping off the cliff blindfolded right (laughs) which is what it felt like yeah it's like Um, it's like you're taking like a uh it's almost like you're going to like a party or something and someone's passing out like pills from like an uh, orange container with no label yeah right you wouldn't take that you're just getting a random right you know exactly but i get it like you know people like people hand you a joint you like it's like someone saying hi here be my like where this is that's friendship you know socially <laughs> it that's a tough one because it's like they're passing you a joint and yeah. it's like i don't know what's in that so 
I think the best way to handle that's it because I feel like sometimes like that's when people do you know cannabis is in social situations. Yeah. So in those social situations, I think it's good if it's like a relaxed party with people that you know, something small, a small gathering, and it's your friends you trust and know, and you're a comfortable p- place. Yeah. I think then it's okay to smoke, you know, whatever joint your friends in. Of course, but then if yeah. you're like doing like, trust but if friends. it's a big, you're out and about, and there's like a million things you got to get home. There's yeah. like a lot of things you got. That's a situation you might want to like, you know, not yeah, take the I, you're right. from somebody. Exactly. Yeah, you just trust your judgment as always, yeah. and like I always just trust where I get my stuff, and and like I only get it from like real source, like legal sources, right? So it's like, you know, it's it's, and so I know my stuff's good, and yeah. so like that, that you're absolutely right, man. Because if you have the wrong thing, yeah, or if you don't know, like like that creates anxiety. Like that for me creates anxiety. Yes. Like if I go to a party. And and if I don't know what I'm smoking, yeah. and like if you know someone gives me something, and I know it's like okay, and I trust or whatever, um, but like I still may be hesitant to even try it yeah. because like I you know I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna be like afterwards yeah. <laughs> depending that, on what terpenes are in it. Catatonic fire blast. Well, catatonic uh, you know, is fine, or not? Right? Canada. We know that. We I, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to tell like oh this is <laughs> you need like the 25 best, syllables to do it. The like, fire oh, gold strains. strain, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> They'll just throw all these really crazy words. Like, exactly. Well, anyways, um, so try any of those strains. I wouldn't say the 15-syllable one that we were just talking about. Yeah, in there. yeah. That one's too crazy. However, um, I would say that I would say uh, any of those other ones that we talked about. I, I actually like CBD Critical Cure, too. I want to throw that one in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. listen, I think anything you can get your hands on with higher CBD amounts are going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing's going to like you know, knock you out or anything like that for the most part, because the CBD amount will be a little bit higher. Right. Um, but, um, it's just, I, I would really say that the, uh, you know, looking at something like, um, you know, like a CBD critical cure is just amazing. Like, like CBD when you look, yeah, cure. something like a higher CBD amount. And the reason why I like that one is just the, uh, I think it's the terpenes there. It's more indica leaning. And there's just Indicouch. something about like that, that like roughly two to one ratio where it's, um, it's just very, uh, it's just very, um, I don't know, very relaxing, man. Yeah. Very uplifting, happy, like talkative, all that good stuff. So, I like awesome. it. Do you know what the the, the other thing I uh, that I that I was um, I was thinking here? We're talking mm-hmm. about these. This ra- someone passing you some random like strain <laughs> of of marijuana. Yeah, remember those commercials like back in the day when we, like. Uh, they have so many of those old yes. like uh, PA, uh, public service announcement yeah. commercials, like your viewers, your brain and drugs, the eggs and all that. Yeah, you remember the, the I was watching them the other day, and there was the one where the 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 girl. There's two girls, and one of them is <laughs> just like she looked like she got run over by a steamroller. Like she's just flat, and she's like lying on the couch. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, that's right. And that's the, right. Yes, yes, yes. They're like getting interviewed, and oh my, and yeah, the friends like, yeah, this is all we do now. And <laughs> that's all the, we do is just watch her sit like a blob. <laughs> she's just sitting there. Like, I can just recount it. so many cannabis sessions where I never even resemble that. Yeah, the slightest. It's like, so if I so, if I smoke cannabis, I don't know what I'm they're gonna, talking about. I'm gonna get look like I get run over by a steamroller. Steamrollers could run through. Yeah, like that's Bubba Kush, man. In my opinion, right? That's how I feel after Bubba Kush. I say Bubba because Bubba knocks me out like yeah that's like yeah, yeah of crazy course. stuff yeah, Come yeah. Up with great babe you know one of those things right. but um no i don't think you'll feel like that i mean you can feel like that if you want to i mean it's totally up to you but you know what we try and do is is stay productive because we still want to live life and and do the best that we can and optimize you know at every point um whoa 
Hey, look at that. We're oh. coming in hot with that one. Sorry, that, is our, that is our outro, ladies and gentlemen. So we want to thank you again for uh, for coming on another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. we got to thank Midtown Manhattan Gotham yeah. Podcast Studios Gotham Podcast as well. Studios. Yeah. Check it out. Yep. Great place to record your, your podcast. Absolutely. Beautiful spot here. And so I want to thank you all for on another episode. Go ahead and uh, make sure you check us out on the social media, the Cannabis C, right? Yep. Jack? Um, and then uh, you can also email us at thecannabisc at gmail.com as well. We also have that going for any questions about anything that you have. Yeah. But any we want to thank. Suggestions would be appreciated, guys. And comment, yes. too. Rate, review, comment on uh, iTunes. And share. Yeah, share. For people us, that you think please. this may be helpful for, send this over to them so they can get, you know, they can, hopefully this will be useful for them and they can uh, get assistance with it. Yeah. So. Well, thank you, everybody. Hope you have a great week, and we will see you next week on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.